Have you ever seen a woman walk into a room and their energy just grabbed everyone's attention and thought, wow, she looked like she blessed and don't have no stress? Well, she might have been a member of my new High Vibe Living Club. You know why? Because the High Vibe Living Club caters to black women who need to overhaul, reinvent, and rehab their lives. And we also give you all the pieces to design the unique life you want. We're the perfect community for women on the level up. And if you're anything like me, you love to indulge in some self-care, luxurious living, and even some travel. While the podcast is podding, this community will give you the like-minded network that you've been looking for. Plus, it has tons of tools, guides, and practices that will start changing your life today. It's insanely packed with over 20 plus programs and over 80 hours of material. And you know at this point, the noise on the internet on how to level up and live the life and lifestyle you want just ain't gonna cut it. As soon as you get access to the high vibrational quality content of the High Vibe Living Club, you'll be like, oh my God, this is more like it. But what I also love is that High Vibe Living takes luxury to the next level. All the programs, trainings, blueprints, and templates are jam-packed with everything you need. But what is even better about all of this is that not only do you take control of your life and level up, you also get access to our best-selling course, The Money Cure, along with more programs that will change your money game and VIP invites to our luxury destination events and retreats. You can literally change your life and relationships all while leveling up your bank account, okay? You're probably like, why I need to do that? Because times are changing and everyone needs to have their money right, honey. And we're giving you the capability to do that, so you should do that. You know better, you do better. And that's how we make moves better. Your new club membership to High Vibe Living is waiting and you have plenty of programs to choose from that you can indulge in from anywhere and everywhere. And if you sign up before September 1st, you'll be able to get an entire year for $10 by going to bit.ly forward slash join HVL. That's right, you heard me. Yep, 10 bucks for a whole year. And let me tell you a little secret. The monthly price won't even be that after the first. You're probably thinking, well, why are you selling it so cheap? Because I love y'all and I want to thank you for rocking with me because I rock with you. So sign up before September 1st and get exclusive access to these bonuses because they're going to be gone after the first two, sis. Again, go to bit.ly forward slash join HVL to sign up now. Most emotionally healthy people are not born that way. There are actually specific habits and intentional things that emotionally healthy people do to create emotional health, as well as maintain their emotional health. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, I am LaTanya, and I hope you guys are having an amazing week. And in today's episode, I'll be sharing five habits and intentions that you can start implementing now to become more emotionally healthy. If you're new here and this is your first time, I hope you guys are liking what you're hearing. And if you have any suggestions on what you want to hear, please just at me at Latanya Carla on Instagram and send me a DM or something and let me know what you guys think of the podcast or if there's any particular topics that you'd like to hear. So in today's topic, we're going to jump right in to the ways to become more emotionally healthy because in today's climate child we need some emotional help oh my gosh we need to be talking about emotional health because it's the wild wild west out here and people emotions are just running wild so i'm gonna do my part okay the first thing is to become someone who is difficult to offend I think that might be in the most... I think I think we can end the podcast now, y'all. No, I'm 
<laughs> if you can become somebody who's difficult to to offend, I mean, you're like halfway there to becoming a mostly healthy person. And because in order to be someone who's difficult to offend, it requires you to be, have self acceptance, and it requires you to have acceptance of others, right? Like you have to be a person who doesn't really have an opinion on who someone is. You just kind of like, I'm, I'm just going to accept who you are. doesn't mean that you always have to agree with the way someone behaves or how they carry themselves. That's not really your business. All that matters is that you are self-aware. You accept yourself. And so in accepting yourself, you're able to accept others. Because really the judgment of others is really a judgment of ourselves. When you are accepting You become a person who can see the hurt in someone who is trying to hurt you. And that is a hard place for many people to get to, to look at someone who is coming at you crazy, talking to you crazy, or, you know, handling you a certain way that it's just like, this person doesn't respect me. But to look at that person and be like, what's happening here? Like, what are they dealing with? What are they going through? What is hurting them that they coming for me like this? This is something that actually played out recently. I don't, I don't know when you guys are going to hear this because, you know, I I record these podcasts pretty early before I actually release them. (laughs) So this might be old by the time you hear this, but you know, recently there was a whole debate about, you know, Beyonce's album and Khalees being upset about um, her not reaching out to ask for her permission on using the music right well it turns out that she didn't own the music the ways in which she doesn't own the music are messed up and I get why she mad she has her reasons to be mad but I felt like she was taking it out on the wrong person and trying to come for Beyonce because Beyonce did what she was legally obligated to do she asked the people who own the music whether they could whether she could use the music they said yes and so she used the music even though Khalees didn't get doesn't get paid for that or Beyonce still put her name on the song. This is before she took it off and everything, right? Khalees's feelings about it, we understand where that was coming from, right? She's upset because, you know, she didn't have the rights to her music. And so to hear her music being played on, on a song on a song and, you know, no one reached out to her, she felt some type of way. It really wasn't Beyonce's responsibility to do so, right? She did what she was legally obligated to do. And she didn't really have to put her name on it because she doesn't really own the song. She doesn't really own the music. But to me, those are one of those examples where it's like, you know, if you're Beyonce and you're like, man, she coming from my neck, like, why? I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't steal your music. Like, <laughs> I didn't teach you out the song or I didn't stop you from getting paid. You know what I mean? Be mad at who stopped you from getting paid, right? If you could take a step back and really be like, well, why is this person hurting? Like, why are they coming for me like this? You know, that's a that's a person who's being more difficult to offend, right? Because Beyonce didn't really come out and say anything. She made some moves, but she didn't say anything about it. You know what I mean? And to me, that is the utmost of being a person who's difficult to offend. Now, we don't know what her reaction was behind closed doors, but publicly, she seemed like she wasn't offended. <laughs> Um, and another piece of this is trying is if you can ask yourself if any of it is true and what they're trying to say 
um, can you learn something about yourself and what they are trying to say? Maybe they are. Maybe there is some truth in there. Maybe they they are bringing something to light, and you can get a better understanding of yourself. Um, and you can do that from a place of not necessarily being offended. It might hurt. You could still not be offended and be hurt because some truths hurt. You, you shouldn't be offended by the truth. I think that in today's climate, we think hurt and offended is the same thing. And it's not because somebody can tell you the truth and the truth can hurt. And someone can tell you the truth and you can be offended, but it'd be misplaced. It's like, but they telling you the truth. It's, you don't need to be offended by that. Somebody lying on you, then be offended. Then you might be offended by somebody lying on you. But not if someone's necessarily telling the truth. You know, so hurt and offended are not the same things. Number two now, I think a way to stay emotionally healthy is to make things fun when possible. Right? I think that as we get older, we lose a bit of fun in our life, just in our daily life. We feel like we have to go somewhere or experience something in order to have fun. We need to go out with friends. We need to be out here. We need to go here. We need to be traveling there in order to have experience fun. But fun can be a daily thing. You know, it could be as simple as playing music while you're doing the dishes. It could be as simple as turning dinner into a picnic. Simple things, simple pleasures that make life more fun. You know what I mean? Doing, you know, making movie night a big deal, you know? Maybe you turn movie night into a party. Like, just try to find simple ways in your life every day to just make life more fun, you know? Turn the music up and just enjoy life. Number three, don't let other people take your joy. Have boundaries, right? Boundaries are important. I have actually one of these, that's like the whole thing boundaries. You want to have boundaries so that people cannot take your joy, right? Protect your peace and don't get pulled into someone else's negative energy. That's how you, that is a boundary. When someone is giving you negative energy or or someone is just in a negative space, maybe they're feeling hurt about something. Maybe something happened and they're just in a space where they can't really look at it in a positive way. If we're in a place of, of acceptance, we can allow them to have that space, right? We can hold that space for them. Like, okay, you just you just need to rage right now. Then you just need to rage. But how you prevent yourself from getting drawn into that negative energy is with boundaries, is with putting some limitations on what you're willing to accept in that situation. So for instance, if someone wants to just get all their feelings out, you can hold the space and let them get all their feelings out without participating. You can just be like, yep, just, you know, get that off. Get that out. I'm going I'm to stay here with you. I'm not, I won't even say a word. You could just say all you need to say, right? Rage on. But if the next time you have a conversation with that person and all they want to do is continue doing the same thing, then you might have to put some limitations. Like maybe you'll be like, okay, it's cool for you to have that, get, get your feelings out. But at some point, you have to move on to like a more positive way of thinking about this. What can you learn from the situation? How can you, you know, move forward from this, you know? And not necessarily going down that path with them because that is a slippery slope. When someone wants to really go deeper and deeper into the negative feelings, those that's how people 
you ever met someone who something happened to them 20 years ago and if they tell you the story today it's like it happened yesterday <laughs> like they're so wrapped up in the story of it and like the hurt of it that they haven't been able to move on and in in all those years and that is what negative energy does like that can it can really drag on forever if someone's not really trying to move on for it i think it can be good and therapeutic at first but after a while you kind of need to move forward and you don't want to be the friend who's getting sucked into that negative energy with someone you know number four is to get curious about other people instead of judging them now that doesn't mean you're excusing their behavior it means that you are at least giving them some benefit of the doubt, at least willing to understand them a little bit to know where they're coming from. Even if what they're doing may not be what, how you would handle the situation. No one way is right. Even if someone is handling a situation in a certain way, where they're coming from. Doing this also helps you to respond to the situation instead of reacting to the situation. When you're not immediately judging someone on their choices or their decisions or whatever they're doing, it helps you to be able to respond to them in a way that may even be helpful for them and for you instead of being reactive and judgmental. And number five is to have healthy boundaries. Allowing yourself to say no, not always wanting to be a people pleaser. That is a boundary. Being able to hold your ground without invading someone else's boundary. Being able to say, you know, I'm I'm not willing to, to do this because that's a boundary for me. And being able to do that without overstepping someone else's boundary. I think the ways in which we overstep someone's boundaries is making demands on them. And that's not really a boundary. It's like, it's like saying, well, you need to do this in order for... That's not necessarily a boundary that is more controlling of the person. And that's a violation of their boundary. So it's important to hold your ground without invading someone else's boundary. And you also want to communicate your boundaries so that it's clear to other to the other person, yet still respectful and kind. You don't want to feel like you're just running down all these rules. Well, if you want to be around me, you're going to have to do da 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 And I need this, 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 and this, and this, this. You want to come from a place of self-respect as well as respect for the other person and kindness. It doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't have to be a running down of things. And it doesn't have to come from a place of self-preservation. It can really just come from a place of like, this is who I am and this is what I need in order to be the best version of myself. It's also important to share your boundaries because if people don't know what your boundaries are, they'll never know when they're violating them. And when you're a person who is, especially when you're trying to create new boundaries in your life, you definitely want to communicate them because people are used to moving how they move with you. And if they're in violation of your boundaries, they'll never know. And some people might be resistant to... Um, respecting your boundaries and you want to know that too because if you communicate your boundaries and someone's like oh I'm not willing to do that or they make it seem like it's not important or it's not a big deal then you know you now have to make the choices when it comes to that person um, you might have to move in another direction y'all might not be able to be friends or y'all might need to part ways so that is important to communicate them Clearly, respectfully, and kind, and with kindness, but also to communicate them 
directly so that the person knows that these are your boundaries. Understand that people who struggle with anger usually feel violated and don't have their own sense of autonomy. So they tend to be angry in the way that they express what they need and their preferences, right? So people who don't feel like they have autonomy over themselves, they express themselves in a more aggressive way. They can It can come off aggressive. And if you're a person who, when you hear certain people talk with a certain tone of voice, it's triggering for you, you might want to pay some attention to that because like I said, you want number one is not being someone who's easy to, to offend. And if someone is, is really like, they don't feel like they have autonomy, which really means that they don't feel safe within themselves. You know, they don't feel protected within themselves. So they feel like they have to be almost aggressive in saying what their needs and preferences are. It's better to just recognize that for what that is and not take that personally because it really isn't personal. A lot of the way in which that can be said can be unhealthy and disrespectful and even destructive, but it's not about you. It's not really personal. And um, it's really about them. It's really their burden and their their struggle that you know they have to overcome. I think the best thing for you to do is to recognize that that's not about you and you can kind of detach from the tone in which they are saying what they're saying and maybe even just being able to being being able to know that's not about you helps you to hear what they're saying despite the tone in which they're saying it does that make sense anger issues usually equate to boundary issues when someone doesn't have great boundaries or their boundaries have been violated off very often that usually turns into anger issues. And so that's important to recognize when you are on a path of emotional health, okay? So that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you like, if you are liking this podcast, please rate this podcast and follow us on um, or subscribe to us. Do you subscribe on Apple? Whichever one. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, which is the two main places where we are, um, where this podcast is located. But you can also get these wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Higher Living Space. And we're also on TikTok. If you want to follow me directly, I am at Latanya Carla on all social media platforms. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.